Welcome to the Habits of Success podcast, where we talk about different habits and how you can use them to change your life. My name is Ian Warner, and I'm your host. And today we're going to be talking about being intentional about who you hang around. Now, we talked about this in terms of your tribe and and, and, and just thinking about it, being very specific and intentional about who it is that you are putting around you. And we can't stop talking about this. And the reason why is because it affects us more than most of us are willing to ever admit. And as someone who has little children, uh, my daughter is going to be three in February at this point, and I see it all the time. Like, she gets around someone and, and literally is just absorbing whatever they're doing. And um, it, it makes me reflect a lot more on my, my days in high school, especially. I think out of all the time in my life, um, high school was a time for me where I was, I desired to fit in so much and be a part of the crowd and to go with the flow of what everybody else is doing. And the issue with that is that as you um, desire to fit in and you desire your biggest, your biggest, um, the biggest thing you want is to be accepted. You're willing to accept whatever behaviors you're seeing around you. So I remember the the big thing that stood out to me was the amount I swore while I was in high school. Like my, so my family, I just come from a family that doesn't really curse. Like my, my parents don't curse that much. I very rarely heard them curse in the house. Um, we didn't watch a lot of, um, you know, movies and stuff. Like, not until I was like older anyways, that had cursing in it, especially not when I was younger. Uh, didn't, wasn't allowed to listen to music with cursing until I got older. Um, my, my grandparents don't curse a lot. So just as a natural result, I did not swear a lot. And then growing up as a Christian as well, just like the people who I was around, just also just didn't just didn't seem to swear a lot. When I got to high school, I got I had a lot of friends that swore a lot. And like the cool thing was just a swear. So I started swearing and like and like my language just shifted so much. And it wasn't even because I necessarily wanted to. It just naturally happened. Like it's not like I wasn't making a conscious decision to say, you know, Ian my friends seem to swear a lot, so I'm going to start swearing. No, it didn't work like that. I just started doing it because that's what was happening around me. But on the positive end, I also grew up around a lot of people who ran track, who were fast, who were making national teams, representing Canada, who were uh, going on to, to get scholarships, who were making Olympic teams. Like That was all I was around. Like It was for, for me, going to the Olympics in track and field wasn't even a big, like, it wasn't even a big deal. I knew so many people who had done it. It was just like, okay, like, this is just what we do. This is, this is how you live. Uh, my, my parents were bodybuilders and, um, they played sports themselves. So growing up as a kid, uh, just from their now their knowledge and guidance, like the weight room was just home and sports was just life. It was just normal. Now, to other people, you might have you might have grown up doing other things, and that you know, obviously, those things you grew up around were normal for you. Uh, but if there's one thing I've learned doing all these different net worth articles that I do on Habit Stacker on thehabitstacker.com, uh, the the one thing that stood out to me the most, and I was just saying this to my wife yesterday, uh, in terms of our children, it's like so many of these people were successful because they were just around success all of the time, like that. Then let me be more specific. They're around people who are successful in that area. So I'll give you an example of Floyd Merriweather. His whole family was boxers. Like his dad was a boxer. His 
uh, granddad, like it's like he just came from a line of boxers, right? And his his when he was young, his dad went to jail, um, and his mom was uh, addicted to drugs, and so he ended up living with his grandma. And, and there was one point, like he's in extreme poverty, and there's one point he's talking about how um, his he st- he felt like he needed to go get a job because his family's struggling. So his his resolu- his, his solution was, look, I'm gonna go get a job so to, to help the family out. And his grandma was like, nope, just keep boxing. And that's rare, like to have a family so bought in on like the amount of kids I knew growing up playing sports that had a, had a chance to be something special, and their parents made them go get jobs and quit sports because to them sports didn't matter. What mattered was getting money. Right now, um, they couldn't see the long term vision. But to have a family that is so bought in on boxing that all this stuff is falling around in your is falling apart in your life with his actual immediate family and his grandma still like nope just focus on boxing that is special but it shows that's all he was around when he was a kid that was all like his his whole relationship with his dad all he can remember about his dad was his dad taking him to the gym that was it that was it and i'm not saying that that's healthy or that's how you want to raise your kids that's not what i'm getting at but what i'm I'm trying to stress upon you whether you're applying this to the life of your kids or you're applying this to yourself. It's that you have to be intentional about who you're being around because what they have is what you'll become. What they do, how they speak, how they carry themselves, everything, that's what you're going to become. That's what you're going to find important because we are designed, we are wired to to fit into the tribe. If When you think about back when we lived out in, you know, we didn't have houses. We were just living out in the wild. We needed the tribe because the tribe helped protect us. The tribe helped get food. The tribe helped take care of our, our families. So if we got um, dismissed from the tribe, it was like you could never survive alone. Like if, if you're sleeping alone in the woods and someone creeps up on you, there's no one else to wake up and say, hey, we got to run. There's no one else to give you any type of warning. So you have to think about that mindset. We still have it now. So we look for groups to be able to fit into. But we also are, are too arrogant sometimes, and we believe, well, I'm an individual, I'm a special person, so I know how to just be me no matter what no, anyone else is doing around you. And it's like, yeah, I think everybody has a bit of that in them, but let's be real here. You are constantly changing the subtle things about how you act and behave based on what other people are doing. If everybody in your tribe constantly sits with their legs crossed, it won't. It's just it's just a matter of time before you start sitting with your legs crossed. And we will often pick out one thing that we won't do. So maybe say we're like, Tosh, you're like, I'll never do that. I'll never do that. So maybe you won't ever, ever do that. But there's other little subtle things about how you talk and how you say certain things that you'll definitely start picking up. So um, here's what I want to leave you with. Um, we're going into 2020. Um, and as a year goes on, um, who is one person that you can change up? Who's one person that you want to be around um, that – you really look up to them. They're they're doing um, and living in a way that you admire and that you want to live like. Um, they can help mentor you in the area you want to be successful in. Just one person that you want to be around and start coming up with a game plan to start spending more time with that person. That's step one. Because the more time you spend with them, they might introduce you to their tribe of friends and be like, hey, you know, meet my friends. And next thing you know, they all are very similar to that person. And the next thing you know, you're a part of a group of five to six people who uh, – you look up to and you aspire to be like. Uh, the, the second thing to think about is just cutting away one person. Like, what's one person that you know for a fact, like this person has been dragging you down and 
they've been holding you back. They've been um, not being a positive influence in your life, but yet you still keep hanging around them, hanging around them, hanging around them, and you're picking up all their negative uh, ways of doing things. Uh, but you just do it because you're too scared to actually cut that relationship off. What's that one person that you need to break off from? Um, and just, you know, go your, go your own way with it. And uh, there's not, now's a great time to do that. Now's a great time to shut that down and, and keep moving forward with your life and keep going in the direction uh, that you want to go in. Um, two things I'm going to ask to end this podcast. One, if you have read Allergic to Average, please uh, write a review on Amazon. I would greatly appreciate that. Uh, if you have not read it yet, though, uh, hop in. Like the book is literally what it's like. It, if you if you get it on Kindle, it's like four bucks. I think. Um, I'm telling you the the it'll be a four bucks well spent. It is um, a book full of stories uh, explaining just how I became allergic to peanuts. Like I'm actually allergic to peanuts in real life, but through becoming allergic to peanuts, I explain how I became allergic to average, just a, allergic to the mediocrity in life just doing things at an average expectation and just being okay with it. And um, when you think back to when you were a kid, um, no kid is going to elementary school when a teacher asks, what do you want to be? No kid's like, you know, teacher, I just want to be average my whole life. No one wants that. No one wants that. Everybody has a part of them that um, wants to be great and that that fire to be great. But uh, we let other people put put that fire out and uh, we never learn how to rekindle that fire and go after what we really want. So, um, that book will help you with that and just kind of get your your life on track to those things that you really want to get done. 